ऑल इंडिया रेडियो प्रेजेंट्स मॉर्निंग न्यूज गुड मॉर्निंग आई एम वी सी प्रमोद एंड विथ मी इज तनवी खुराना द हेडलाइंस साइक्लोन यास लाइकली टू इंटेंसिफाई इन टू वेरी सिवियर साइक्लोनिक स्टॉम टू हिट वेस्ट बेंगोल एंड ओडिसा कोस्ट ऑन वेन्सडे सेंटर रिव्यूज प्रिपेरडनेस फॉर यास Indian naval ships and aircraft put on standby for rescue and relief operations. Government convenes a high-level meeting today to discuss CBSE Class 12 board exams. Center asks states to extend COVID-19 vaccination drive at workplaces to all employees, their family members, and dependents. Uttar Pradesh government extends Corona curfew by another week till the 31st of this month. Black fungus declared an epidemic in Bihar. Uttarakhand government announces Vatsalya Yojana for children orphaned due to corona. India, South Africa and 60 other countries moot 3-year intellectual property rights waiver for COVID-19 related medical products at the WTO and Casper Ruud wins men's singles title at the Geneva Open Tennis. As the number of covid cases are on the rise we appeal to our listeners not to lower their guard take all precautions and all those above 45 years who have taken the first dose of covid-19 vaccine to get vaccinated with the second dose at the scheduled time stay safe and protected by following these three simple steps wear a face mask maintain two gaz ki doori for social distancing focus on hand and face hygiene and now the news in detail Cyclone Yas is likely to intensify into a very severe cyclonic storm and cross the Odisha and West Bengal coasts on Wednesday. Indian Meteorological Department IMD said a low pressure area has formed over the east central bay of Bengal in the adjoining North Andaman Sea yesterday. It is likely to cross West Bengal and adjoining North Odisha and Bangladesh coasts around the evening of 26th May. Director IMD Bhuvaneshwar HR Bishwa said that North Coastal Odisha is likely to witness light to moderate rainfall from Tuesday. First rainfall jo warning hai rainfall uh, North Coastal Odisha mein 25th mein aayega mein hone ka chance hai light to moderate South Coastal Odisha mein many places mein hoga North interior mein bhi many places mein South interior mein few places mein hone ka chance hai heavy to very heavy rainfall North Coastal ka sabhi district South Coastal ka puri khota aur interior ka mayurbhanj jaisa Bhadrak Gajpur Kendrapara Jagatsinghpur Balasore Patak puri khota mayurbhanj jaisa district mein heavy to very heavy rainfall hone ka chance hai Prime Minister Narendra Modi will hold a meeting at 11 a.m. today with Home Minister Amit Shah and top government officials to review preparedness for Cyclone Yas. The high-level meeting will be attended by representatives from the National Disaster Management Authority (NDMA), secretaries from Telecom, Power, Civil Aviation, and Earth Sciences, apart from officials from other ministries and central agencies. A low-pressure area has formed over the East Central Bay of Bengal, according to India Meteorological Department. It will intensify into a cyclonic storm by today and further into a very severe cyclonic storm thereafter. It is likely to cross West Bengal, North Odisha, and Bangladesh coast by 26th of evening. Accordingly, all the coastal districts of Odisha are prepared with identification and cleaning up of cyclone shelters and evacuation plans. 
Meanwhile, the National Crisis Management Committee, under the chairmanship of Cabinet Secretary Rajiv Gauba, met yesterday to review the preparedness of central and state governments and agencies to deal with cyclonic storm Yas in the Bay of Bengal. Reviewing the preparedness of the central and state agencies, he stressed that all the measures should be taken in a timely manner so that loss of lives and destruction of property is minimized. Mr. Gauba also stressed that safety of COVID patients be ensured and disruption of functioning of COVID hospitals and centers avoided. Director General of the India Meteorological Department briefed the committee about the latest status of the cyclone which is expected to reach West Bengal and adjoining northern Odisha coasts by Wednesday evening with wind speeds ranging from 155 to 165 kilometers per hour. The meeting was attended by Chief Secretaries and Officers of West Bengal, Odisha, Tamil Nadu, Andhra Pradesh, Andaman and Nicobar and Puducherry. Secretaries of Ministries of Home, Power, Shipping, Telecom, Petroleum and Natural Gas, Civil Aviation, Fisheries, Chairman of Railway Board, Member Secretary NDMA, IDS Chief and DGs of Coast Guard, NDRF and IMD also participated in the meeting. Indian naval ships and aircraft are in standby for rescue and relief operations in view of Cyclone Yas. Defence Ministry said Indian Navy is closely monitoring the movement of the cyclonic storm. Headquarters of Eastern Naval Command and naval officers in charge at West Bengal and Odisha area have carried out preparatory activities to combat the effects of Cyclone Yas. As part of the preparedness, eight flood relief teams and four diving teams are pre-positioned in Odisha and West Bengal to augment the existing resources. Four naval ships are on standby with humanitarian assistance and disaster relief bricks, diving and medical teams to render assistance in the most affected areas along the Odisha and West Bengal coast. Naval aircraft are kept ready at naval air stations, INS Dega at Vishakhapatnam and INS Rajali are near Chennai to undertake an aerial survey of the most affected areas, casualty evacuation and airdrop of relief material as required. Centre has convened a high-level meeting today to discuss CBSE Class 12 board exams and other upcoming entrance tests. The meeting, which will be chaired by Defence Minister Rajnath Singh, will be attended by Union Ministers Ramesh Pokhriyal Nishank, Smriti Rani and Prakash Zawdekar, among others. Education Minister Nishank said that Prime Minister Narendra Modi desires that any decision affecting the career of students has to be taken in consultation with all state governments and stakeholders. Mr. Nishank recently held a meeting with the state education secretaries in this regard. He said the consultative process will be further strengthened through today's high-level meeting. All state government education ministers and secretaries have been requested to attend this virtual meeting and to share their views regarding upcoming examinations. Mr. Nishank also sought suggestions from people through Twitter. The Union Health Ministry has said that India is registering continuous decline in the number of active cases of COVID-19 and further improvement in recovery from the infection in the past 20 days. Addressing media, Joint Secretary in the Health Ministry, Love Agarwal, said, 
पिछले 20 दिनों से ऑन ए कंटिन्यूड बेसिस एक्टिव केसेस में रिडक्शन नोट किया जा रहा है जहां 3 मई को देश में 17.13 प्रतिशत केसेस एक्टिव केसेस की दृष्टि में आते थे वह घटते घटते अब 11.12 परसेंट हो चुका है इसी तरीके से रिकवरीज में भी हम एक पॉजिटिव ट्रेंड नोट कर रहे हैं जहां 20 दिन पहले टोटल रिकवरी परसेंटेज देश में एट्टी वन वह बढ़ते बढ़ते एट्टी हो चुकी है देश में दो करोड़ तीस लाख से अधिक लोग रिकवर हो चुके हैं पिछले नौ दिनों में रिकवर्ड केसेस कंटिन्यूड बेसिस पर एक्टिव केसेस से ज्यादा आ रहे हैं जो कि एक बहुत ही पॉजिटिव ट्रेंड है बाईस स्टेट्स ऐसी हैं जहां पर रिकवरी जितने डेली केसेस रिपोर्ट हो रहे हैं उससे अधिक है मिस्टर अग्रवाल ऑल्सो इन्फॉर्म दैट एक्शन हैज बीन टेकन टू रैम्प अप सप्लाई एंड अवेलेबिलिटी ऑफ एंटी फंगल ड्रग एम्फोटेरिसिन बी एंड फाइव एडिशनल मैन्युफैक्चरर्स हैव बीन गिवन लाइसेंस टू मैन्युफैक्चर दिस ड्रग विद इन द कंट्री Bihar government has declared mucormycosis disease as epidemic. The decision was taken at a core group meeting chaired by the chief minister Nitish Kumar. The mucormycosis disease also known as black fungus has been declared an epidemic under the Epidemic Disease Act 1857. Under this act, government and private hospitals will have to inform the health department through a civil surgeon. state government has made special arrangements at four hospitals in patna including aims pmch igims and nmch in all 174 cases of black fungus have so far been reported from different parts of the state chief minister said patients will get free medicine for black fungus एक नई बीमारी ब्लैक फंगस को राज्य सरकार ने भी महामारी घोषित किया है आईजीआईएमएस एवं एम्स पटना के साथ साथ कई सरकारी और निजी अस्पतालों में ब्लैक फंगस की दवा उपलब्ध कराई गई कोरोना संक्रमण की दर में यद्यपि कमी हो रही है किंतु भविष्य की संभावनाओं को देखते हुए हम सबों को पूरी तरह सचेत एवं सतर्क रहना है डॉक्टरों की सलाह एवं सुझाव को मानना चाहिए मीनवाइल द नंबर ऑफ फ्रेश कोविड नाइन्टीन केसेज इज कंटिन्यूसली डिक्लाइनिंग इन द स्टेट The state's recovery rate has risen to about 93% while the test positivity rate has declined to 3.11%. Over 636,224 people have recovered from the infection so far. 4,375 fresh COVID cases were reported during the last 24 hours and 8,676 people were recovered yesterday. Active cases in the state are decreasing and it is 49,907. Over 96,36,000 people have been vaccinated in the state so far. Karnataka Revenue Minister R. Ashok, who is also the Vice Chairman of Karnataka State Disaster Management Authority, has written to Union Minister for Chemicals and Fertilizers, D.V. Sadanand Gowda, to allocate the required number of vials of liposomal amphotericin B for treatment of black fungus mucormycosis. The minister has said that black fungus cases are expected to increase twofold in the coming fortnight. At this rate, the current requirement of liposomal amphotericin B injection could be approximately 9,800 vials per week in the state. More from our correspondent. The central government has supplied 23,680 vials of amphotericin B for the treatment of the fungal infection. Apart from five companies already producing this drug, another five companies are given license to produce them. The minister's statement reads that 1.63 lakh vials of this drug will be produced this month and 2.55 lakh vials next month. 
The statement also reads that 22.17 lakh vials of remdesivir will be supplied to the states and Karnataka will get 4.25 lakh vials this month. From April 21st to the current date, central government has supplied 98.8 lakh vials of remdesivir. Karnataka has received 14.25 lakh vials during this period. Sudhindra, AIR News, Bengaluru. Centre has said that the vaccination drive at workplaces could be extended to all employees as well as their family members and dependents. Union Health and Family Welfare Ministry has written a letter to all the states and union territories in this regard. It said for vaccinating beneficiaries in industrial and private workplaces, COVID vaccination centres, vaccine doses will have to be procured by private hospitals with which the employers tie up for vaccination. In case of government workplace vaccination centres, beneficiaries who are 45 years old or more are eligible to get the vaccine for free from the doses supplied by the centre to the states and UTs. However, the beneficiaries in the age group of 18 to 44 should be vaccinated from the doses directly procured by the respective state and UT governments directly from the vaccine manufacturers. India has inched closer to a new landmark in its vaccination drive as the cumulative number of COVID-19 vaccine doses administered reached nearly 19 crore 50 lakhs, with around 1 crore beneficiaries in the age group of 18 to 44 years getting their first dose. Union Health Ministry has informed that on the 127th day of the largest vaccination program in the world, the nation administered over 15,52,000 doses of COVID vaccine. It also said nearly 6,82,000 people in the age group of 18 to 44 years received their first jab in the past 24 hours. So far, over 15 crore 19 lakh people in the country have received their first dose of COVID vaccine, whereas around 4 crore 30 lakh have been completely vaccinated with both the required doses. The centre is continuously reviewing and monitoring the vaccination program at the highest level as a tool to protect the most vulnerable population groups in the country from COVID-19. Rebuffing claims and speculators' media reports that type of vaccine administered would regulate international travel, Centre has clarified that no such decision has been taken by WHO. Adding further, Union Health Ministry has said that different countries approve vaccines as per their own standards and availability. It said that so far no consensus has been made at the level of World Health Organization on the vaccine passport issue for allowing international travel for those fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Replying to a question in this regard during the media briefing, Joint Secretary in the Health Ministry, Lav Agarwal, said that discussion on the matter is underway. He said relevant action will be taken when a consensus at the world's level is reached in this regard. Mr. Agarwal explained that as of now, as per WHO guidelines and guidelines by other countries, people with negative COVID test report are being allowed and not on the basis of type of vaccine administered. Uttarakhand Chief Minister Tirath Singh Rawat has announced Chief Minister Vatsalya Yojana for orphaned children who have lost their parents due to COVID-19. Under the scheme, state government will make arrangements for their maintenance, education and training for employment up to age of 21 years. Chief Minister said that such orphaned children of the state will be given a maintenance allowance of 3,000 rupees per month. He said that state government will make law for the paternal property of these orphans in which no one will have the right to sell their paternal property until they are adults. 
Their responsibility will be with the district magistrate of the concerned district. The chief minister also said that the children whose parents have died due to COVID-19 will be given 5% horizontal reservation in government jobs of the state government. In Chhattisgarh, dedicated COVID hospital and COVID lab have now been made operational in the newly formed district of Gorela Pendra Marwadi. Chief Minister Bhagel virtually inaugurated the facilities yesterday. Speaking on the occasion, Chief Minister Bhagel said that after the first wave of corona infection, people became a little careless. The price of the same has been paid in recent times. He said that according to the experts, there is a possibility of a third wave of corona infection. But if we all remain cautious and follow COVID-appropriate behavior, then we can deal with the challenge of the third wave. More from our correspondent. In view of the increasing corona infection, complete lockdown was imposed in Durg district from April 6. The areas with large number of corona cases were declared as containment zones and effective monitoring was done. Along with this, a wide-scale COVID test were carried out in the containment zone. Simultaneously, health facilities and other resources were increased in hospitals. As a result, there has been a miraculous improvement in the situation in the last about 45 days and the infection rate has come down to less than 5%. In view of the possibility of a third wave of corona infection, preparations have already been started in the district. Vikal Pashukla, AIR News, Raipur. Odisha government has launched a website for people to access their COVID-19 test reports online. The website has also been linked to the COVID-19 state dashboard for greater convenience. Launching the online facility yesterday, Chief Minister Naveen Patnaik said this will eliminate the need of people to physically visit test centers to obtain their reports. More from our Bhuvaneshwar correspondent. People can even download their COVID-19 test report that will carry all the details along with a QR code for any future verification on its authenticity. In yet another humanitarian intervention against COVID-19, the Bhubaneswar Municipal Corporation has extended the special own coal facility for dose-stiff sample collection for the physically challenged and the bedridden. Earlier, the facility was available to senior citizens and pregnant women. Meanwhile, the state government has directed all concerned authorities to keep sufficient stock of medical oxygen in COVID-19 facilities in view of the probable cyclone that is likely to strike North Odisha coast on the 26th of this month. Girish Chandra Das, AIR News, Bhubaneswar. As part of preparedness to fight the third wave of COVID-19 affecting children, Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakare will hold an online interaction with the pediatricians across the state today. More from our Mumbai correspondent. Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre, along with government-appointed task force on penetrations led by Dr. Suhas Prabhu, will hold a maiden virtual interaction with doctors in the state today afternoon. Dr. Prabhu, who will be accompanied by the task force members Dr. Vijay Yavale and Dr. Parmanand Adankar, will explain the impact of present variant on the children. Dr. Prabhu and his colleagues will also explain the treatment protocols for children during the ensuing interactive session. Meanwhile, the state government has said that it will soon come up with the SOP and treatment procedure for COVID-19 infected children. Maharashtra branch of Pediatricians Association has appealed the pediatricians in the state to participate in this online program. Deoprabhacharji, AIR News, Mumbai. You are listening to the morning news on All India Radio. A reminder of the headlines once again. Cyclone Yas likely to intensify into very severe cyclonic storm to hit West Bengal and Odisha coast on Wednesday. Center reviews preparedness for Yas. 
Indian naval ships and aircraft put in standby for rescue and relief operations. Government convenes a high-level meeting today to discuss CBSE Class 12th board exams. Centre asks states to extend COVID-19 vaccination drive at workplaces to all the employees, their family members and dependents. Uttar Pradesh government extends corona curfew by another week till 31st of this month. Black fungus declared an epidemic in Bihar. Uttarakhand government announces Vatsalya Yojana for children orphaned due to corona. India, South Africa and 60 other countries moved three-year intellectual property rights waiver for COVID-19-related medical products at WTO. And Casper Rood wins men's singles title at Geneva Open Tennis. For quick news updates around the clock, follow us on our Twitter handle at AIR News Alert. Uttar Pradesh government has extended the corona curfew in the state till the 31st of this month. The existing restrictions were supposed to end tomorrow morning. More from our Lucknow correspondent. COVID curfew is helping also in state government's efforts to curb the spread of coronavirus. First time after a gap of more than 45 days, total number of COVID patients in state has come down to below 1 lakh mark. State currently has 94,480 active COVID cases, which is around 3 lakh less than the number during peak time of Corona. Recovery rate in state has also jumped to 93%. In last 24 hours, around 6,000 new COVID patients have been found in state, while the number of recovered patients in the same period is around 17,000. Meanwhile, vaccination for people aged between 18 to 44 years will continue in each and every district of state from 1st of June. Sushil Chandratiwari, AIR News, Lucknow. Reserve Bank of India has informed that National Electronic Funds Transfer NEFT service will not be available till 2 p.m. today. RBI said due to technical upgrade of NEFT service aimed at enhancing its performance and resilience, the facility has been suspended for all member banks for 14 hours from midnight last night. It said the RTGS system will, however, continue to be operational as usual during this period. It has asked all member banks to inform their customers to plan their payment operations accordingly. Similar technical upgrade for RTGS transfer facility was completed last month. India, South Africa and 60 other countries have sought three-year waiver on intellectual property rights for COVID-19 medical products at the World Trade Organization. A fresh proposal submitted by these countries also has a provision to review the duration annually. The fresh proposal focuses on health products and technologies and sets the stage for discussions on specifics. Council for Trade-Related Aspects of Intellectual Property Rights, TRIPS, is likely to take up the new proposal at an informal meeting on 31st of this month. The duration of the waiver has to be practical for manufacturing to be feasible and viable, the co-sponsors said in the revised proposal submitted to the WTO on Friday. They said the revised proposal reflects growing concerns over mutations and the emergence of new variants of the COVID-19 virus. It also takes into account the discussions and feedback received from others, with the aim to progress to text-based discussions. The previous draft proposed by India and South Africa focused on the prevention, treatment or containment of COVID-19, which was termed broad. The revised proposal seeks to add specificity to the decision text following concern that the original decision text was too broad. 
In view of the COVID-19 pandemic, BJP will not hold any celebratory event to mark the 7th anniversary of Narendra Modi government on 30th of this month. Party President J.P. Nadda said the BJP workers will organize programs to serve people in different parts of the country on the occasion and express gratitude for giving chance to serve them for the last seven years. Mr. Nadda asked party leaders to prepare a plan to support the children who have lost their parents due to COVID-19, saying standing with them is their social responsibility. He said there is a thought to launch a large-scale scheme for such children by the all-BJP-ruled states on 30th of this month. United Nations Security Council has called for the full adherence to a ceasefire in the 11-day conflict between Israel and Hamas-led Palestinian militants in the Gaza Strip. In a press statement, the UNSC said members of the Security Council welcomed the announcement of a ceasefire and recognized the important role Egypt, other regional countries, the UN and the Middle East Quartet and other international players played in this regard. The members of the Security Council mourned the loss of civilian lives during the violence. Third seed Kasper Ruud has won the ATP Geneva Open Tennis after beating Canada's Denis Shapovalov in the men's singles final of the clay court yesterday. The Norwegian world number 21 beat second seed Shapovalov 7-6-6-4 to win his second career title. 22-year-old Ruud won his maiden ATP Tour title in Buenos Aires last year. This title will see Ruud move to the 16th in the rankings and coupled with his semi-final runs in Madrid and Monte Carlo, embodies well ahead of the French Open later this month. In tennis, American teenager Coco Gauff defeated China's Wang Quang 6-1, 6-3 to lift the Emilia Romagna Open women's singles title at Parma, Italy yesterday. This is 17-year-old Gauff's second career singles title while first clay court final. Now let's take a look at the weather forecast for today. The national capital Delhi will have a partly cloudy sky with possibility of development of thunder lightning. The maximum temperature may rise up to 37 degrees from minimum record of 20 degrees Celsius. Mumbai is likely to have partly cloudy sky with maximum temperature rising up to 35 degrees, minimum was 27 degrees. Chennai expected to have generally cloudy sky with light rain. Temperature will move from 25 to 35 degrees Celsius. Kolkata will have mainly clear sky, maximum 20 38 and minimum 29 degrees. Jammu will have mainly clear sky and it will become partly cloudy towards afternoon or evening. Temperature will rise from minimum of 22 to maximum of nearly 37. Srinagar will have cloudy sky with light rain. Temperature will hover between 12 and 22 degrees Celsius. Leh will have partly cloudy sky. Temperature moving from 3 to 18 degrees Celsius. Gilgit will have generally cloudy sky. Temperature will rise up to 25 degrees from minimum of 19 degrees. Muzaffarabad is expected to have generally cloudy sky with light rain. Maximum temperature is expected to be around 34 degrees Celsius. It recorded a minimum of 18 degrees. And now an overview of today's newspapers. YAS approaches. Navy Coast Guard on standby is the headline in the Hindustan Times. Reporting on the cyclone which will cross the Odisha and West Bengal coasts on 26th of May. Cases fall in Maha, Delhi, but rise in Tamil Nadu, Karnataka and Kerala, says the Asian Age on its front page. Over 8 lakh migrant workers left Delhi on stair-run buses, is the headline in the Hindu. 
Covishield 80% effective against B1.617.2 variant is the frontline page story in the statesman. And finally, over 10% positivity rate in 382 districts is the headline in the Sunday Tribune. The paper adds in another item that IMS proposes $50 billion global vaccination plan. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Cyclone Yas likely to intensify into very severe cyclonic storm to hit West Bengal and Odisha coast on Wednesday. Center reviews preparedness for Yas. Indian naval ships and aircraft put on standby for rescue and relief operations. Government convenes a high-level meeting today to discuss CBSE Class 12 board exams. Center asks states to extend COVID-19 vaccination drive at workplaces to all the employees, their family members and dependents. Uttar Pradesh government extends Corona curfew by another week till the 31st of this month. Black fungus declared an epidemic in Bihar. Uttarakhand government announces Vatsalya Yojana for children orphaned due to Corona. India, South Africa and 60 other countries moot three-year intellectual property rights waiver for COVID-19-related medical products at WTO. And Casper Ruud wins the men's singles title at the Geneva Open Tennis. For details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com and our News on AIR app. And with that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.